following program may contain coarse language, suggestive dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Hey, this is Jason DeMarco, and you're listening to another edition of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. Welcome to this special Toonami Faithful exclusive, and today, finally, we have Jason DeMarco back on. How are you, sir? Hey, how are you? Good. Uh, so it's just me today. Uh, Sketch is uh, having some work done, so we can't have him on. Well, hello to, hello to all the guys and Sketch, and I'm sorry that I don't get to talk to them too. I'm sure they appreciate it. Um, so, obviously, we're going to get to Fully Cooly here in just a second. Sure. Um, just want to ask a couple tsunami questions, if you don't mind. Um, nothing too exta- extravagant. We we know the rules. <laughs> let's talk. Let's. I don't want to talk Thundercats, Paul. Oh, you Thundercats. I, you and I are going to talk Thundercats. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Let's talk Thundercats then. <laughs> well, you go ahead and ask your uh, tsunami questions, and I'll answer the ones I can. Okay. Um. Well, you know what? I, I have I'll, I'll have a Thundercats question here in a minute. Good. <laughs> Good. Um, so, obviously, when we have you on, the first thing we always ask, what's the state of Toonami? How is Toonami doing these days? Um, and as kind of a follow-up mm. um, to that, too, mm. you're the, the, Turner, the, the person in charge of Turner, uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now, um, he had said the other day that you guys, as Turner as a whole, isn't focusing on ratings anymore. As mm. yeah. Could you maybe expand on that, too, as well? Yeah, I mean, so that was said at our at our annual upfront conference, uh, where we sort of tell advertisers what Turner's plan is for the coming year, and sort of show them sneak peeks of shows and mm-hmm. talk about our successes and things that we're you know focused on. And what he was saying is that we are aware as a linear network that ratings are down across all of linear TV, um, and that ratings continue to the traditional way of measuring ratings feels more and more antiquated in a world where you know there are streaming platforms there are social media there's your phone there's so many ways to watch something that uh, i think he feels that it really isn't captured by simple ratings metrics like we're still you know being measured uh, in a way that feels almost out of date um so what we're trying to figure out, what I think they're trying to figure out is, you know, different metrics for success because straight up ratings aren't really the capturing the whole picture of the media landscape, which is so much more fragmented and so much more, you know, uh, varied and vast. I mean, there's so many ways to watch a show now. How do you capture all of those to come up with some sort of metric for an advertiser or somebody who's interested in how the show's doing that is not, you know, that gives you an accurate picture. So I think that's what he means. Um, it's more of an acknowledgement of, you know, ratings are down across all of television because people are cord cutting, right. you know, at a pretty consistent rate. Um, and people are turning to streaming more and more. And so, um, we have to find new ways of gauging what success means because the old ways don't work anymore. Right. 
Yeah, and, and I would agree with that. I, I mean, I've, I think we've kind of seen that progression as as we've gone along with you guys. Yeah. Um, at seeing like how, like more, we're seeing more social interaction, like more on Twitter, Facebook, whatnot. Whereas you're not necessarily seeing it so much in the ratings. So yeah, I agree yep. with that. I definitely do. Um, so how does that pertain to tsunami? So I mean, tsunami's ratings are down year to year. But so are all of Adult Swim's and all of televisions. And um, as far as the network is concerned, the amount that we're down is about where they thought we would be. And so we aren't—we're holding as much of an audience as they think we need to worry about holding right now. Mm-hmm. And so they're happy with where we're at. They're happy with uh, the time slot. I don't think you're going to see a lot of change-ups unless something drastic happens. Like if our ratings really bottomed out and all of a sudden we were just losing to our competition very regularly, then you might see some changes. But even then, um, it's not a focus like it was. And and I think they feel that Toonami's in a a good spot in terms of its time slot, and they also feel like it's in a good spot in terms of how we're doing versus our competition, which is we still beat – Everybody we're worried about beating, which I can't tell you everybody, but I, it's pretty obvious. But our, in our competitive set, we're beating everybody most nights, everybody that we care about beating. So, you know, people people worry about how we do against a sporting event or against Saturday Night Live, and we're not competing with them. That's not – all of TV is now a level playing field, and um, – just because people are watching Saturday Night Live does not mean that's the reason they might not watch Toonami, and it also isn't... We're not going after the exact same person even, necessarily. Um, so it's right. it's just, like I always say, it's it's way more complicated than the average layperson would be able to figure out without having all of the data, and even then, the people that have all the data don't have all the answers. So it's really sort of a, you know, it's, it's a big crapshoot as far as I'm concerned. Right, right. But they're happy, with, they're happy with where we're at. They're giving us a decent amount of development money. We have plans years out, which we haven't had, you know, in a long time. And we are, you know, as far as I know, doing great. <laughs> okay. Now, now to follow up with that, would you would you say that um, there's been maybe a little bit more of a shift to tsunami viewers maybe watching some of the tsunami shows more? after the fact, like after Saturday, maybe DVR, or even on the new Adult Swim app? Yeah, we do a pretty decent amount of, um, you know, uh, SVOD numbers and stuff like that, and and all of those are things that we're taking a look at the whole time to judge the healthiness of the block and the shows in it. And, you know, it's the same thing for, really for, for every network. This is sort of the way it's done now. And I think if you look at, like, if you look at how, you know, Super does versus your average cable drama, we kick their ass. So it's like we're still, you know, we're still pulling in more than most networks and sometimes all the networks that we're worried about anyway on Saturday nights. And that's really, when that stops being the case, maybe things will change, but I don't know. You know, we have an AT&T merger that may happen and that may change everything. Yeah. Well, and and I'll be honest with you, I think that what you guys have come up with Adult Swim as a whole, not just Toonami, but Adult Swim as a whole, that the app that you guys brought out seems to be working really well. I've heard a lot of positive feedback about it. So, you know, I think that's something that's definitely working for you guys too. 
Yeah, I think I think that's not hurting. And then if you know if we do end up with AT and T, then maybe they help us figure out how to maximize stuff digitally and streaming. You know that kind of thing. Now, I don't think I've asked this to you recently, but has the has the Toonami crew expanded at all? I mean, we're coming up on six years here of Toonami, so. Nope. Same people. Just the same people? <laughs> yeah, we're, we got more work to do, but it's the same people doing the work. Oh, man. Okay. So no, 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 no staff expansion uh, that's been working since the beginning. And, you know, it is going to be six years, uh, technically, Saturday, so what's your thoughts on that? I'm amazed that we've I'm amazed that we've lasted this long. I just you know I I, I hope that we get to to another 11 years. That would be really cool. Um, you know to to equal the length of the original Toonami run. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I think it's gonna be longer than that. I mean, based on what you're telling me, I, I think it'll end up being longer than that probably. My hope my hope is that it is. And I mean, either way, I just wanted this version of Toonami to last long enough that even if it ever ends, people won't say it was an afterthought. You right, know? right. No, I agree with that, definitely. I think we've accomplished that much, and so I'm happy. And really, we look at, you know, this is maybe a little, a little bit melodramatic, but for us, every year is a gift because we never thought we'd right. still be doing it. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, we've been canceled True. before. We never thought. So for us, we're just happy to keep doing it another year until they tell us to turn off the lights, you know? Right. right. So I got two more questions. I actually wasn't going to ask about Thundercats, but we'll get to that one in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well since you brought it up. Yeah. Um, so this is a show question, um, but I think you can answer this one because it is on the block. It's nothing that I'm asking. Yeah. Oh, is this show coming? Because I know you you guys love those questions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Dragon Ball Z Kai is coming to an end. Um, yeah, I think it's in the next two or three weeks here. Um, are you guys going to keep Dragon Ball Z Kai, or are you going to get rid of it completely? I can't answer. Oh, you can't <laughs> answer that. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. There, there's a lot of things happening right now, and unfortunately, that is one of them. I, I'm not oh. sure is the answer. Um, we have a lot of plans, okay. but we don't know yet. Oh yeah, hmm, so, interesting. It's a hotly debated topic um, at work. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll I mean, it's a show that works consistently, right, and I know. Yeah. Now that there's a sub, there's a set of fans who are like, "Oh, I'm so tired of it." Uh, you know, if they run it again, I'm never going to watch Toonami again. But and yet, we've there's heard, more that want to watch it. And and it's a show that consistently gets ratings, right. no matter what. And it, um, so it just sort of, it's a, it's always a cost benefit analysis. Like, is it going to be, is it a better use of the company's money to renegotiate and keep Kai? Or is it a better use of the company to take that money and try to get something new, which right. may or may not hold that rating? Yeah. And it's a sort of a conversation that goes up till the last minute, usually. Hmm. So I can't tell you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, well, maybe maybe you can tell me about this. So, all right. So, for the record, I wasn't going to ask anything about Thundercats, but since you brought it up, <laughs> yeah, uh, I am, I am, I am obviously a huge Thundercats fan. You can tell, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I Thundercats is like my Batman. Somebody compared yep. Batman to Thundercats the other day, and I went, "Yeah, that's actually a good comparison for some of us older fans." Right. Um. So I, I was actually. This is a good question to ask about Thundercats because mm -hmm. I, I was actually reading this the other day, and there was a panel a couple years ago where some of the people that were involved had mentioned that 
and I, it might have been when Thundercats, and I believe it was, was it 2013 Thundercats was on Toonami? I believe so. It was yeah. like, it was in our first year on the air you know, right. at some point. Yeah. So, they, they, there was this conversation, somebody had asked them a question, and they said that there was this plan all along to have the season two on Toonami? Was that? No. Okay. That's, look, I mean, the, the thing you, the thing people don't understand is, first of all, they take the word of one person who worked on a show as gospel, and listen, nobody knows every piece of right. information, because the show unit is the show unit, and they know a lot, but they don't, the show unit doesn't sit at the network, so they don't hear a lot from the network directly about decisions that the network makes. Sometimes those aren't even shared with the show unit because it's not appropriate. Sometimes the show unit to a network is often work for hire, so it's like you don't need to tell the guy that you know you're buying something from why you're not buying it from him anymore. You know you don't have to share that information. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, sometimes they hear things. So I think that. Uh, they could have all kinds of incorrect information because they only heard something through hearsay, just like I might have incorrect information about how the show was made because I only heard it through hearsay. So as far as I know, we were never talked, no one ever talked to us about a second season being made ever, and no one ever talked to us about it coming to Toonami. When we asked for the show to air on Toonami, it was a total surprise to our programming department, and they weren't even sure they wanted to let us have it. So to me, that says there was no plan to move it to Toonami. It's a shame. I think that I think that gives the I think people like to imagine these evil network heads that are coming up with these nefarious plans, and normally it's just <laughs> yeah, it's just people trying to do their best day to day with a problem that they have in front of them. And there was no larger plan for Thundercats that I ever heard about. So. Let me ask this question then. I guess, yeah. I guess let me let me just be direct with you then. Sure. I mean, I, I've I've looked back at the I've kind of gotten an idea of the ratings of what how Thundercats did, and actually, actually, I mean, it, it didn't really do that bad on Cartoon Network. I was kind of surprised. I thought it did like. No. Yeah, it didn't do bad. It didn't do bad but, at all, and it didn't. But it's not. But a show, it's not about a show not doing bad. I mean, that's what people don't understand. If a show costs too much money to make. And you're not getting a return on that investment through very high ratings or through a deal where you're selling merchandise. Sometimes when you're looking at your overall budget as a network and you go, well, we got to cut something somewhere. So either we don't make this show where we want to pull the trigger on or we kill this show that is doing okay but not doing amazing and that really isn't attracting the viewers that are in our key demo that we sell to advertisers. Right. You know, it's sort of, again, it's business. It's a cost-benefit scenario, which sucks. It does. But that doesn't mean it was like, um, oh, it was a huge hit, and they just turned away. Look, networks don't stop running hits, period. Like, no matter what ratings you're seeing, it did fine, and it did fine on Toonami, but it was never a hit. And if it, wa if it was going to last without having merchandise, and it was an expensive show to make or maybe there was a troubled relationship with Warner Brothers. I have no idea, to be clear. But there are any number of reasons a show gets canceled that aren't just, oh, it was doing shitty in the ratings. There's any number of... It's just complicated, that's all. That's really... I mean, it sounds stupid. and It sounds like a cop-out. No, 
No, I, I, I uh, everything that you're saying to me, I, I completely understand. Um, it's like it's like it did fine on Tiami. We liked it a lot, but we never thought, oh wow, it's blowing the doors off. Let's make another season. I mean, that wasn't even something we even ever thought was possible. Well, well, I, I think you've seen on Twitter these days, minus the idiots, obviously. Yeah. Minus the idiots that are out there. That there, yeah. there's there's a there's a definite interest in another season of Thundercats. Is, is that a possibility that you guys maybe are thinking about now? No, no. I mean, generally it's very hard. It's hard enough to get a show unit back together to do a live action return to something, let alone something like Sam Jack. Okay. And it would be expensive and it would also require a bunch of legal wrangling with Warner brothers. I mean, keep in mind, people compare this to Jack. We own Jack outright. It's not a license or a sub-license. And we still are friendly with the creator who was very much the one person behind the vision of Jack, whereas Thundercats was more of a group effort, and it came from an existing IP that belongs to another company. So it's just a way more complicated thing to bring that back. That's not to say it couldn't happen, but I just think it would take more money than sort of Cartoon Network has to do that. All right, so I'm gonna start a I'm gonna start a Patreon or whatever. <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> I think you know, like, look, Netflix could do it if if Warner Brothers would do it with Netflix. I think they probably have the money, but I don't know for sure. I mean, who knows? All the people that were working on the show are probably working on other stuff now, and they don't have time to go back. And they're not like Gendy, who was like, "Oh, I'm between movies, and I have this idea. What if I finish Jack?" I mean, that was sort of a perfect storm. Um, and plus, nobody is interested in undercutting what they think is going to be what they hope is going to be a successful new version of the Thundercats by releasing more episodes of one they didn't feel was successful enough to begin with. You know what I mean? It doesn't make financial sense. No, I agree. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Uh, you know, well, I, I, I always give a show the three episode treatment as some of the other people in the community do. So, you know, I'll give it a chance, but if it's, if it, I mean, yeah, you know, it's, it's you know. for, my feeling about the new Thundercats, as you probably know from reading my Twitter, is that I think it, I love the art style, but I know that that's a particular thing to each person. Yeah. But I understand that times are different. They're selling it to kids, and kids maybe won't watch a hardcore action show like they used to. Right. I mean, maybe some of there are exceptions. There are always exceptions, but. If you're taking a bet of millions of dollars, it doesn't seem like that crazy of an idea to me to go, you know what, we should just pitch this to kids who have never seen Thundercats before because, quite honestly, that's 99% of who is going to look at these episodes when they put them on TV. You know, they got to find a new audience with a new... It's like, I mean, Batman's a great analogy. There's room in the Batman world for... The animated series. There's also room for Brave and the Bold. There's also room for Batman Ninja. There's room for all these interpretations. Right. And I think Thundercats is a strong enough world that why not? You know, why not have a live action one? Why not have a CG one? Why not have a serious one? A goofy one? Like do it all. You know, that's my right. my opinion. Yeah. Don't well, be a hater, Paul. Don't be a hater. <laughs> well, I, I'm not a. I, I can't say that I'm. I'm a hater more. I, I guess I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I'm. I thought like I was one of those people that was like I saw the 2000 when the 2011 version came out. I was kind of like, I don't know about this. And then yeah. as I watched it, I went, 
okay, this is actually really, really good. Like I, I am, I'm very happy with what they came about. And I like the, yeah. I like the way they changed the story around. I mean, I, I would, I would agree with the people that are saying that it was a good show. It might've gotten even better had it had time yeah. to grow, but you know, say la vie, like it didn't happen. It ain't going to happen. Now we have this new Thundercats and clearly the people making it care about Thundercats and like those characters and want to tell their own interesting spin on it. And it's like, cool. No one, that doesn't erase the original. No, 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 definitely not. It's kind of funny because it sparked all these other memes of previous, of, of of other Toonami series. Like Hunter Hunter has one now. Yeah, no, Uh, I saw Megas has one. You know, and again, then that just gets down to whether you like the art style or not. Yeah. And I grew up with, like, Gru, the Wanderer, and I love the art style of stuff like Steven Universe. I love more serious, quote-unquote serious art styles, too. But I think you can tell any kind of story with any kind of art style. I don't know that just because they have a goofy art style that's fun doesn't mean there's not going to be episodes where sad things happen. I mean, when you looked at the early days of Steven Universe, you might not think, they would ever tell serious stories with those character designs, but they very much do, and it totally works. It's just like you got to just watch the show and see before anyone makes a judgment. Okay. Don't hate. Oh, hey, hey. Appreciate. I'm not... <laughs> hey, I just, uh, you know, <coughs> hey, I, I, I guess I'm just, I'm, I'm one of the Thundercats fans that's just very protective, but I'm not one of those ones where they sit there and they shit on. Sure. All the VAs and the director. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Okay, that's that's a that's a little too far. Well, that, that's. that's I mean, that's when you've lost all perspective on reality. Exactly. Exactly. So, so uh, that's. I kind of just went. Uh, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, I said I didn't like the idea. I never said that. I'm like, whoa, we're going yeah. too far with this, guys. So, um, so that's that's kind of. I know Sketch has some tsunami questions, but we're moving. We're getting close on a time here, so. Uh, I can give you. Yeah, I can give you a few more minutes if you need them. I mean, like. No. Sure. Right. I mean, let me let me ask. I think Sketch has an interesting question here, um, and I think it is valid about Toonami. Do you, is Facebook and Tumblr still a good way to contact you guys about Toonami stuff? Yes. Um, I'd say less so Tumblr. We checked out less than we used to, but Facebook for sure. Okay. And, you know, if you're not... If it's just like, hey, this show's great, you really should check it out, then, you know, it's not like... Uh, I'm not averse to someone hitting me up on Twitter, you know, and just saying, hey, this show's awesome, you should check it out. Like, I never get mad about people suggesting things. It's only when, like, if you want an answer to a question you really need, then, yeah, you should probably hit up the Toonami Facebook. Yeah. And real quick follow-up to that is, do you guys expect to have any announcements (coughs) at Momocon involving some shows? Uh, We may... And we have some other announcements, so we'll we'll be announcing some stuff, but nothing, you know, nothing's set in stone yet. It's all going to be right up to the last minute because we have a lot going on. Okay, so basically, it depends on, basically, it depends on rights and whatnot, and if you can manage yeah. things. Okay, yep. yeah, yep. yeah, we definitely understand that. We definitely understand that. So let's move on to fully coolly. Finally, um, I think we've exhausted Toonami at this point. Yeah, um, and uh, hopefully, people now can answer can understand the Thundercat situation. Yeah. Um, let me see here. So how did the, how did the whole situation with fully coolly develop? Um, well, uh, you know, for years we had been, I mean, years ago, we, when we first got fully coolly, we reached out to, um, 
the parties involved and said, are you guys interested in doing uh, um, more of these? And at the time they said, no, it would just be too much of a pain to get everybody back together. And they've all moved on to other projects and it was sort of a one-off. And so probably not worth the trouble. And so we just let it go. Um, and then a couple of years back, um, Production IG basically said, hey, these rights are available because um, the rights were being put up for sale. So it was sort of like, I, if we didn't buy them, somebody else would. So we thought, well, I mean, if they're available and we can get Production IG and maybe if we're lucky, we can get Sudamaki and some of the original people to work on it, then maybe it's worth trying. And so we did get the rights, or Production IG did, and and we started meeting with Suramaki, who was open to the idea of talking to us about new Fully Cooley, whether it was done by him or done by someone else. At the time when we first started talking to him, he wasn't sure which made more sense. Um, but that's kind of how it all started, was just really because Lazo, who runs Adult Swim, is a huge Fully Cooley fan, and so am I, and so was Sean Aikens, because this these conversations started way back when Sean was still part of Toonami. Um Okay. And so we had been talking about it for so long that we were just the first person, we were the first people that I think they thought of when the rights came available. Um, because I think it was inevitable that someone would license it. Um, and they just felt like we would be the first people to ask because we had expressed such an interest in the show before. Okay. Um, so let me, this is, this is a good question from Sketch, I think. That we should ask. Uh, there's been a lot of excitement and fanfare share of concern over continuing F FLCL. Yeah. Could tell us what would convince what convinced you to make more stories in the FLCL universe rather than create a spiritual successor that was an original series. Mm. Um, I mean, it's kind of like um, you know, not that. Not that I'm saying we've achieved this, so please don't take this the wrong way, but it's sort of like, I think the feeling is probably similar to how Denis Villeneuve felt when they asked him if he wanted to direct a new Blade Runner. I mean, the big question is, could you ever live up to the original? Right. But at the same time, if someone's offering you the opportunity to play in that sandbox, and you know you genuinely love the material and will respect it as as well as anyone can, then why wouldn't you take the opportunity? You know what I mean? I just like, to me, it was sort of, it was, I knew it would be a huge risk and I knew that there was a huge risk of failure, but at the same time, the idea of being able to get in that world and explore more of it because I felt there was more to explore. I think that idea was too attractive to turn away from, especially knowing that if we said no, someone else would be making it and maybe they'd be doing a really crappy job. Right. Um, and for us, that's kind of a no-brainer. I mean, I, I think at this point, we all need to get used to the fact that, and this is easy for me to say because here I am doing it, so I understand that this is sort of a <laughs> double-edged sword, but we all need to get used to the fact that all of the things we love are going to come back over and over and over. Intellectual property is going to be reused and reused and reused for new generations forever. That's going to be the way it is now. That's why there's going to be a million Star Wars movies forever and Marvel movies and reboots of Thundercats and every other thing that anyone has ever liked. And so for me, all I can hope is that when people do 
continue to tell stories in pre-existing worlds that were really well done that they just try to live up to the material because it's very rare that someone is able to do that, but when they are, you know, it's worth watching. To me, Blade Runner 2049 was terrific. To me, Aliens is a terrific sequel. To me, there are ways to continue. The TV show Hannibal was an amazing continuation of those stories. Like, I think it can be done. I just think it's rare because usually whoever's doing it is not doing it thoughtfully, but I think if it's done thoughtfully and with respect for the original material, you can make something that does its own thing in that world and is as good or almost as good. And to me, that's, that's exciting, you know? And I think that's, that's part of why we wanted to take this on. I do think developing a new thing is great too. And that's something that we are definitely working on, but um, this was just an opportunity that presented itself first. So we just jumped in with both feet. And I know that people are going to have, mixed opinions about it, especially anime fans. And I know that the line on Fully Cooley is it was a perfect six episodes, and it was. But us doing more, whether you like them or not, doesn't ruin those six episodes. Like, uh, and I, But, I mean, I get it. You know, I mean, like, everything's being rebooted. It's kind of exhausting. You can't just be done with a thing that you really liked and enjoyed. You got to hear about the new version of it, and some people get angry about that. And I, I totally, I mean, I get it. It's a confusing media landscape we live in, but, you know, I was offered the opportunity, and it just seems stupid not to try it, even if the risk, even if the risk of failure was very high, which it is. Uh, follow up to that: what What do you feel can be done with Fully Cooley that could have not been done 18 years ago? Uh, I mean, it's totally. You know, I think first of all, Fully Cooley one was completely being told from a male adolescence point of view and there that leaves out half the population uh, or more if you want to think about other types of folks so i do think that there's a, a value to telling a you know looking into the woman's side of adolescence and what it's like to be a young woman because i think fully coolly one did an amazing job of getting into the mind of a young adolescent boy um i also think that the way we've decided to do it, which is Suramaki's direction, is letting a new group of creators bring in their life experiences and tell the stories about adolescence and growing up that they want to tell, which are not going to be the same as Suramaki's at all. Um, and to me, you know, the value of it is there's a framework, which is the world of Fooly Cooly, and it there's a sandbox, and it's how you choose to work with those pieces to talk about the things you think are important about adolescence and about being growing up and about loss and about your relationships with your parents and all the different things that were in the original, but also will be represented in some way in these new seasons. Um, so I, I think that's, that's sort of like saying, you know, what could you do with this, the twilight zone that the last episode of the twilight zone didn't do? It's like, well, you know, there's always an opportunity to tell more of that story. Right. Okay. Uh, so let, let me ask this question, um, and I think this is an obvious question that, that needs to be asked. Um, if, if Fully Cooly is really successful, mm -hmm. uh, obviously there's there's two seasons. Each of them have six episodes. Um, since there, you guys have the rights and are yeah. doing this, 
if it is very successful, will we see more, or do you think this is just going to be it after this? I mean, I really don't know. I think it would be foolish of me to try to give you a definitive answer. If it was a big hit, which I don't, you know, our expectation is not that this is going to be some big hit. I mean, that's the funny thing. The people that say, well, it's a cash grab. It's like, what cash are you talking about? We're not realizing <laughs> it. We're not, I mean, like, right. what? This isn't Dragon Ball Z. You know, like, a cash grab would be trying to make Dragon Ball C. You know what I mean? Like, right, and just, right, right, like, right. That, this is literally a very expensive art project where creators were allowed to basically do whatever the fuck they wanted. <laughs> right, right. Um, so I don't know that it's going to do amazing. I hope it does well. Um, and whether or not there's more is going to depend on a lot of things, like uh, if there were ever more people that wanted to take on this challenge, if Cartoon Network had the money to spend. I mean, Fooly Cooly, without going into too much detail, is a very expensive show. And so I don't see us making more anytime soon, but you never know. And I, I don't want to pretend like, oh, yeah, no, this is it. Like, this might not be it, um, but it might be. Okay. I just want to see how people like what we did and... If they feel, at the very least, we didn't embarrass ourselves, you know, that that's that's what's important to us is getting these out and letting people see them and engage with them. Well, and then my final question, obviously, um, is uh, speaking of being successful, if this is really does really well, mm -hmm. and obviously, I mean, you may have something already planned, but. Will this lead to something more with production IG? Could we see another series, not like fully coolly, but something maybe even uh, brand new? Uh, yes, yeah. I mean we're we're in development on uh, two or three different, you know, series right now. I don't know if any of them will go anywhere, but we are in active development on uh, an American an American show and a couple Ooh. anime. So you know, we will see. Ooh. You know, how much how much am I allowed to stab in and ask questions about this? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think it's pretty. We've already sort of. You guys know that there's going to be a scavengers pilot, so you know we are working actively on the scavengers pilot. And if the scavengers pilot turns out well and is well received, then maybe we'll get lucky and be able to turn it into a series. That's what I want to do. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I think the pilot is shaping up to be amazing, so I'm hoping that we get to do something with that. And then we've got a couple other things in development, but we're going to Japan every couple months and meeting with every studio. We've met with literally almost every studio and talked to them about what they have coming up and what interest they have in collaborating with an American company and sort of just putting our hat in the ring along with Netflix and Amazon and everybody that's trying to get, you know, lock all those studios down. Um, yeah, and so we do have a lot going on, but I can't talk about any of it in real detail. Right. Uh, and it, I, I really hope, and I, and I know people will agree with me when I say this, I really hope that the series that you guys, that's the American series that you're trying to get done, is to finish off Symbiotic Titan somehow. I, uh, I wish. It's not. It's not? Oh. <laughs> I wish. I, that's already been brought up to Gendy before, but I, I don't think he's as interested in that as he might be in coming up with something new. And uh, I would love to see something new from him, too. I think well, I, I think that's more of a possibility than um, Symbionic Titan coming back, unfortunately. I love Symbionic Titan, and I would love more of them. But right now, anyway, again, never say never, because, look, we brought back Samurai Jack. But uh, as far as I know, there's no plans for that. Uh, well, thank you, Jason. Thank you for taking the time, and uh, we appreciate you uh, taking the time out to do this. And I will be open to Thundercats, so don't don't worry. Give it a whirl. Give it a whirl. <laughs>
There's enough people complaining. Let's support those guys and see if they, I, I say support them. And if they come up with something crappy, then you can be mad. <laughs> you know? I agree with that. Well, the, the guy that's directing it apparently is a really big Thundercats fan. So I, I have yeah. hope. I have yeah. hope that he's going to do well, but we'll, we'll see. I, I feel good. About, I, those guys are really good animators, man. And that's a big first thing that right. they clearly love action and movement. You can even tell from that little open they made, they love action and movement. And I definitely feel like they're going to have that be a big part of the show. And that's a good thing. I mean, they did our Rick and Morty Run the Jewels video. So watch that video and look at the action and tell me if you don't think that would work out in Thundercats. Hmm. So. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, Paul. Thank you for coming on, Jason. Will I see you at Momocon or no? Uh, unfortunately, I can't come back. Okay. Understood. Uh, well, thank you, All Jason, right. for coming on, and uh, we'll talk to you later. All right. Thanks, man. See ya. See ya.